Hallelujah. Let's continue to bless Jesus for the privilege of worship today again. Lift up your hands and appreciate him. Lord, we thank you for the privilege of worship. Bless him. Give him praise. That is due to him alone. Lord, we bless your name. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Psalm 65, verse 4, before we sit, like us to pray one or two prayers from there. Amen. Tomorrow is our outreach. It will be great to speak a word of prayer concerning that program. Lord, let it be a great time. Take charge of every activity. Let everything work according to your divine will. Are you making that declaration? One minute. Lord, concerning the outreach tomorrow, we pray that you take charge. You will save souls. You will heal the sick. Let every presentation minister life. Let it be an encounter with destiny for everyone. Lord, speak to everyone by your word. Reveal yourself by your power. Save everyone that is lost. Let no one return empty. Let it be a great encounter for everyone that comes. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' precious name. Psalm 65, verse 4. Blessed is the man whom thou choosest and causest to approach unto thee like he has brought us today. Amen. That he may dwell in thy courts. And we shall be satisfied with thy goodness. Praise the Lord. Now look at verse 11. Don't forget, when he gives us the grace to approach before him in his courts, we shall be satisfied with his goodness. But verse 11 is key. Because to everything that God does, there is a time. And there is a season. Praise God. Thou crownest the year with thy goodness. So when you come before him, you shall be satisfied with his goodness. But at a particular time, there shall be a manifestation. And that is at the end of the year. God is always crowning the year with his goodness. But go a step further. All thy parts drop fatness. Amen. 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 Verse 12. Quickly. Verse 12. Amen. Amen. They drop upon the wilderness. That means every wilderness experience of your life must come to an end at the end of this year. Must come to an end at the end of this year. Must come to an end at the end of this year. Blessed is the man whom thou shalt choose. So he chooses you and me, brings us to his presence, and causes us to be satisfied with his goodness at the end of the year. And then all the wilderness experiences receives fatness and turns around. Lord, bring this word to pass in my family. Are you praying? Cause my family to experience 
your goodness at the turn of this year. As this year comes to an end, let every wilderness experience come to an end. Lord, by the fatness of your house, by the fatness of your word, by the fatness of your grace, let everything plaguing me and my family come to an end. Let every wilderness experience come to an end as this year ends. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name in Jesus' precious name. Amen. Everything is turning around for you. Amen. Everything is turning around in your family. Amen. Everything is turning around in your career. Amen. At the turn of the year, you shall be singing a new song. Amen. In the name of Jesus, Amen. thou crownest the year. With thy goodness. It's a prophetic word. So the end of the year is a time that you should be expecting God's special visitation. Amen. At the end of every year. And what a joy. At the end, God's word is always speaking. God's word is always speaking. Lord, speak to me by your word again. Let your word reach me where I am. Are you praying? Lord, speak to me again. Send your word my way. Reach out to me. Open my heart and cause me to see. Thank you, Father, in Jesus' precious name. Please be seated. I'd like you to welcome your neighbor once again. My neighbor, you are welcome to God's presence. You look nice. You look great. You look, you look glorious. Sure, you are expecting Christmas and the new year ahead to be a great year. Are you saying that to your neighbor? I'm sure you are expecting Christmas and the new year ahead to be a great year. In the name of Jesus. So shall it be. In Jesus' precious name. We continue today in what the Holy Ghost helped me to start last time I was here. And that was talking about the blessedness of the mystery behind our sanctification. Amen. Now that is most crucial because <laughs> we are moving into a time in history or in the world as it were or in scriptures where the wicked shall do more wickedly. Where the earth shall burn like an oven. Where things shall be turning in the negative. Praise the Lord. You know, the Bible was talking about in the last days. It perilous times shall come. But unto you that fear my name shall the son of righteousness arise. So, in the holocaust in town, you shall be preserved. Amen. Whatever is intimidating men in town. You will be riding over it as if it never existed. In the name of Jesus. So let's get excited because God has a package for us today. Now, God's standard has not changed. The scriptures cannot be broken for you and me. No matter how God loves us so much, Scriptures cannot be broken. 
That's what Jesus said. Amen? And the scriptures cannot be broken. Amen? So, even in thanksgiving, which we have been told to do, God's standard is still that when you offer thanks, it must be in righteousness. Amen? And so, the pastor said, give thanks. And then you can do whatever you like, anyhow you like it, and still expect your thanksgiving to be acceptable. It's not correct. Amen? Psalm 140, verse 3, verse 13. Psalm 140, verse 13. Surely the righteous shall give thanks. God's standard remains the same. <laughs> no unclean thing shall assess his presence. And we saw that in the Old Testament. And so the New Testament didn't bring anything new. We just came to enforce it. To emphasize the reality of it. Are you here today? Praise the Lord. God still demands a clean hand and a pure heart from us. No defiled thanksgiving is acceptable before him. I can ask you to give thanks for three million years. If you are living in sin, it goes nowhere. Praise the Lord. Amen? So all the jumping, all the, I'm still conscious of where I am. Examine yourself if you still be in the faith. Praise the Lord. Some hard word, hard truths will come today. My prayer that you will have a heart to receive it. Job chapter 17 verse 9. Job 17 verse 9. The righteous also shall hold on his way. And he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger. <laughs> and he that hath clean hands shall be stronger and stronger. Not weaker and weaker. They go from strength to strength. Every one of them that has access to divine presence. And no unclean thing has access to divine presence. Obviously, we might be here now. God does not reach out to groups. He reaches out to individuals. No unclean thing has access. So you better be checking yourself now. Because the wicked shall do more wickedly out there. But unto you and me that fear the Lord, there is an exemption. There is an exemption. There is an exemption for you. In the name of Jesus. Psalm 24 verse 3. Who shall assign into the hill of the Lord? Or who shall stand in his holy place? He the heart clean hands. I mean, 
God's standards has not changed. Amen? Praise the Lord. <laughs> and a pure heart who hath not lifted up his soul unto vanity, nor sworn deceitfully, he shall receive the blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the God of his salvation. God demands righteousness. God demands holiness. God demands purity. God demands a clean heart. God demands a clean hands from all his children. God demands that we walk according to his word and according to his will at all times. It is a demand, so I must respond. Praise the Lord. Amen. Now, just to draw a very quick um, line between salvation and sanctification. Salvation, we understand, will mean deliverance from sin and its consequences when we believe. The Lordship of Jesus Christ. When we believe the Lordship of Jesus Christ. Titus chapter 2 verse 11. For the grace of God that bringeth salvation hath appeared unto all men, teaching us that denying ungodliness and worldly lusts, we should live soberly, righteously and godly in this present world. Looking for that blessed hope. And the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ, who gave himself for us that he might redeem us from all iniquity and purify unto himself a, particular, a peculiar people, zealous of good works. These things speak, exhort, and rebuke with all authority. Let no man despise you. Speak, rebuke, and then explain with all confidence that except a man be born again, he is far from the kingdom of God. So to embrace the reality of the salvation, the shed blood, the redemption package that Jesus wrought on the cross is to be saved. Amen? Romans 10 verse 9, that if thou shalt confess with thy mouth, the Lord Jesus, and shall believe in thy heart that God had raised him from the dead, thou shalt be saved. So that's salvation. For with the heart, man believes. And with your mouth. So you speak. Like the Americans will say, you put your money where your mouth is. For with the heart, man believes. And with the mouth, confession unto salvation. Jesus, I believe you. I believe you died for me. I believe that on the cross you paid the price for my life to move from darkness to light. Praise the Lord. Now you embrace that and then you confess it and you mean it with the heart. You believe it in your heart and then you are saved. Praise the Lord. But what then is 
sanctification. It is the act or process of acquiring sanctity. Hi. Acquiring sanctity. That talks about a whole lot of responsibility. That when you believe and you confess, you are submitting to a new life that demands responsibility. Praise the Lord. God does not accept any house service. God does not accept any house life. God does not dwell within disciplined man. A Christian that does not have order in his life. No. Because God is not a God of disorder. He's not the author of confusion. Praise the Lord. Now he said, these things exhort and teach. Praise the Lord. Therefore, while holiness comes through, through sanctification, righteousness is a gift of salvation. I wrote here that sanctification is the act or process of acquiring sanctity of being made or become holy. It connotes a cleansing or washing of a believer through a process to present him fit for the kingdom. Question. So, when I accept Jesus as my Lord and Savior, am I not fit for the kingdom? It's very, very profound that I am born again, but am I not fit for the kingdom? They say, no, there is still one more step. Submit to the responsibility of finding out what it takes to live the new life that you now have. <laughs> Praise the Lord. That's why one saved is not always saved because if you sleep, you can enter hell. You shall not miss heaven. Amen. I say you shall not miss heaven. Amen. You shall not miss heaven. Amen. In the name of Jesus. Now, I, I like I like life because the Bible says, who is he that loveth life and will see great days? It's in the Bible. Amen? He said, keep your tongue from evil and your lips from speaking guile. Amen? Condition for the promise. Amen? So to enjoy the best that heaven has for me on the earth, I must respond to the demand of what I say and what I do. Praise the Lord. Amen? Amen. Hallelujah. <laughs> Romans 5, 17. For if by one man's offense, death reigned by one, much more they which receive abundance of grace and of the gift of righteousness shall reign in life by Jesus. Therefore, as by the offense of one, judgment came upon all men to condemnation. Even so, by the righteousness of one, the free gift 
came upon men unto justification of life. So why righteousness is the gift that Jesus gave to us. And I was sharing a little bit about that at the victory night. Sanctification is responding to whatever the new life that you have demands. Amen? That's why the year pastor declared is our year of exceeding grace. The only thing the Holy Ghost kept saying to us is that grace is given essentially to labor in the kingdom. Not to fold your hands and live anyhow. I'm now born again. Anything goes. <laughs> Anything may take you. You won't end up where you should not be. In the name of Jesus. Amen. We have seen many great generals of the faith that ended up preaching heresy. How did they get there? <laughs> Examine yourself if you are still in faith. Praise the Lord. Great men of God that wrought terrible things in righteousness on the behalf of the kingdom still ended preaching that Jesus is not the Son of God. <laughs> Are you with me today? Sanctification is key. Praise the Lord. Now, 1 Corinthians 3.16 tells us that we are the temple of God. And then God desires to dwell in us. Now, the indwelling of God. And the work that he does in us is what makes us actually and truly fit for the kingdom. So to not respond to that work, just like when the word of God comes to you and points you to a particular area where you need to make amends. And you pretend as if you never heard. And you pretend as if you never saw. Grace covers all. That is a deliberate disobedience. And every act of disobedience must be repaid. Praise the Lord. Amen. We are the temple of God. So let that not slip off you. But hear this. Malachi chapter 3 verse 1. Behold, I will send my messenger and he shall prepare the way before me. The Lord whom you seek shall suddenly come into his temple. Even the messenger of the covenant, whom ye delight, behold, he shall come, saith the Lord of hosts. He shall come into the temple. Jesus, our perfect sacrifice, shedding his blood and bringing us into salvation, has access into us when we accept him. But look at verse 2. But who may abide the day of his coming? And who shall stand when he appeareth? For he is like a refiner's fire and like fuller soap. So, so there is a refining work that must be done. There is a refining work that must be done. Verse 3. And he shall sit as a refiner and purify our silver. And he shall purify the sons of Levi and purge them as gold. And purge them as gold. 
and silver that they may offer unto the Lord an acceptable offering. What does that mean? Not all offerings are acceptable. Not all givings are acceptable. In fact, not all service, for those of us who are serving in this church, not all service is acceptable. Amen? Every service that is not from the heart is not acceptable. I may see you walking. Amen? But God sees your heart. So if you are doing what you are doing grudgingly, it is not acceptable. Amen? Praise the Lord. If you are doing what you are doing grudgingly, if we have to appeal to you, do it. Okay, I will do. Come, I will come. Don't come. I will not come. Don't go there. I will go there. I must do it my own way. Not every service is acceptable. (laughs) Service that is not with joy and gladness is not acceptable. And you see that in Deuteronomy 28, verse 47 and 48. Because thou servest not the Lord your God with joyfulness and gladness of heart for the abundance of all things, then all manner is permitted to happen. Amen? Praise the Lord. 2 Timothy 2.19 Nevertheless, the foundation of God standeth sure, having this seal. The Lord knoweth them that are his, and let everyone that nameth the name of Christ depart from iniquity. Now you see, that means everyone that named the name of Christ has tendency to go near iniquity. <laughs> Praise God. So you need to submit to the requirement of living a sanctified life. The process that scripture has outlined for you to follow to make heaven. In simple English, in simple English, that's what we are talking about today. Amen? So very quickly, what must I be or, I wrote it here, that God will meet our requirement for sanctification when, number one, we have a conviction that we need it. <laughs> Man, Lord, what am I doing wrong now that um, you need to correct? Where am I missing this now? Let me, Lord, what is it that I need to do now? Lord, where is this? Show me, I need. Your sanctification. I need to live a sanctified life. I need, my heaven is at risk without it. Is there anywhere I'm missing it? Amen? Not just, oh, give me car, give me shoe, give me Christian salary, slap my boss, kill all the witches. Amen? So when God kill all the witches and you are still missing it, you still go to hell. So, <laughs> God cannot be mocked. 
God's standard remains the same. Praise the Lord. Be convinced that you have a need for it. You have a need for it. Like we have read, the foundation of the law standeth sure, having this seal, 2 Timothy 2, 19, let everyone that nameth the name of the Lord depart from iniquity. Nothing short of a deep sense of need will lead you and me to earnestly pay the price <laughs> to resist every attempt to lure us into iniquity. Praise the Lord. To resist every attempt to lure us into iniquity. Exodus 19 verse 10. And the Lord said to Moses, Go unto the people and sanctify them today and tomorrow and let them wash their clothes and be ready against the third day for the third day the Lord will come down in the sight of all the people upon Mount Sinai. Get the people sanctified. They need it for my appearance. For me to show up in their lives, I need to see a people sanctified. That means settle every comma. As you are sitting down now, there now, all these people will be saying some things to you that you are doing and you should not be doing. Praise the Lord. And you are born again. That's, a, that's an irony. Because you have moved from death to life and you are still toying with death. Praise the Lord. Hannah Whittle Smith, after eight years of Christian experience, Hannah Whittle Smith said, My heart was ill at ease. I resolved, I prayed, I wrestled, I strove, I lashed myself up to attain more faithfulness. But all in vain. I said, if this is all the Christian life has to offer, it is a bitterly disappointing thing. No knowledge. No knowledge. <laughs> Praise God. My people are destroyed for lack of knowledge. Amen. I'm born again. Bless God. But are you living the life? Talk is cheap. Amen. Praise God. For God to appear in your life and my life, sanctification is a must. We must submit to his demands on daily basis. I think this is the reason why a lot of people like to pray when they are praying, Lord, if there is any iniquity in me, please search my heart and expose it. If truly you mean it, God will show you. Amen. But quite a number don't mean it. It has become a ritual. Anyway, pastor, we pray at the beginning of the service. If there is any iniquity, Father, forgive us. Uh -huh. And it ends there. No, he has removed himself <laughs> because he has prayed. Have you removed yourself? Hello? Are you with me today? If there is any iniquity, so pastor has prayed. That one is general. Amen. 
means you agree that in case God says this one is wrong, you will make amends quickly. But to some of us, that is a ritual. Yes, as pastor finish, hallelujah, praise God. Where is choir? Let's sing praise. Ha. But even in thanksgiving and praise, is it a righteous offering? Are you offering strange fire? The two sons of Aaron offered strange fire. They died there instantly. They were serving God, by the way. Uzziah was trying to prevent the ark from sliding over. God killed him there. He was serving God, by the way. And not all service is acceptable. Let's find out the one that is acceptable and give our lives to him. God will meet the need for sanctification when I agree that I need it. Number two, when I submit to total repentance. Acts chapter 3 verse 19. Repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out when the times of refreshing shall come from the presence of the Lord. I took some time on this subject and was looking for a whole lot of scriptures that will bring this to light clearly to us. Because a whole lot of us are abusing this thing called repentance. Amen? Rise today for tomorrow. Rise today for tomorrow. Rise today for tomorrow. Ah, ah. If this is the way Jesus rose and fell, we will not be here. Hello? <laughs> Rise today for tomorrow. Uh, I am flesh and blood. For what? Shut up! What flesh and blood? Amen? <laughs> the words that I speak to you are spirit and life. What flesh and blood? 2 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 1. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us, it is still. We still have a part to play. Why am I talking like this? 2017 is just a matter of weeks. I hope you know. On the 25th of December, quite a number of us will take time off to eat biryani and uh, paratha because it's Christmas. That's wonderful. But the reality of 2017 is that... Um, you have not seen anything yet. You think that this one, recession, they are calling all over the world. The one in 2017 will be unprecedented. Because the wicked shall do more wickedly. And the earth shall continue to burn as an oven. Where will you be? What's the covering you have? To live in sanctity. Keep myself. From what? Because everybody will be looking for solutions. And at that time, they'll be willing to do anything. People will be selling off on their faith. No, 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 no. I just need to. <laughs> God understand. Wow. God understand. Wow. And as he's doing it, he's falling there. Some will even lose their life in the process. But Israel was dwelling in Goshen. And the Bible said, in recession, they were feeding fat. <laughs> That's why we prayed that prayer earlier. But you need to know where you need to be and what you need to do. 
repentance. Having therefore these promises, dearly beloved, let us cleanse ourselves from all filthiness. All, all, all. That means if you don't know that you are doing something wrong, find out. And the Holy Spirit is given to us as the earnest of the gifts to help us navigate whatever it is that we are doing that is not of God. Are you with me today? <laughs> Perfecting holiness in the fear of God. Verse 8. For though I made you sorry with a letter, I do not repent. Though I did repent, for I perceived that the same epistle had made you sorry. This is Paul saying to the Corinthian church, and I believe he's saying to somebody here, though it were, but for a season, now I rejoice, not that ye were made sorry, but that ye sorrowed to repentance. Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't know it was wrong. Amen. I take grace to not go there again. <laughs> and you mean it. That's repentance. Amen. I'm, Lord, I'm sorry. I won't go there again. And tomorrow morning. <laughs> Lord, okay, I used to take only one bottle. But now it's only half bottle. Have mercy on me. I won't do it again. <laughs> then the next day oh lord you know i'm flesh and blood grace is more than sufficient let me try just quarter of the bottle <laughs> you never meant it so there's no repentance. you're playing games for how long can you live like that that's a risk that's a risk so what is repentance father this is wrong i now know I will never do it again. Amen? Amen? Praise the Lord. There were things I was doing even as an early Christian, never knew they were wrong. The day I knew they were wrong, you don't find me there. That's why there are places you invite me to. It's not because I hate you. I love me. That's why I won't come. <laughs> Praise God. You didn't hear what I said? I said, there are places people invite me to now. I won't go there, not because I hate them, but because I love me. And to be found there would cause crisis for me and my God. So I'd rather not. Amen? Because I used to and found out that it's not right, I stopped. Praise the Lord. That's repentance. And quite a lot of us are rising and falling. But God will give you grace to say no forever. In the name of Jesus. Godly sorrow worketh repentance to salvation, not to be repented of. But the sorrow of the world worketh death. For behold, this selfsame thing that ye sorrowed after a godly sword, what carefulness he wrought in you. Listen to that. That when you find out that it is wrong, it makes you careful. It makes you Clear yourself. It is always ringing in you. It provokes the fear of God in you. It stirs a desire to say, No, I'm not going there anymore. I'm not going there 
anymore. Praise the Lord. Quite a number of us, when we give our lives to Christ, a whole lot of things happen that we begin to struggle. What will I do now? 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 Eh? What will my friends say? What will my father say? What will my mother say? What will my brother say? What will the devil say? (laughs) Praise God. They will always have something to say. But if I were you, I would be looking for what does the word of God say? Amen? When I find what the word of God says, what you say doesn't matter. It's your opinion. And you are entitled to your opinion. As long as I'm not living by your opinion, I'm living by the word of God. Ha! Kalas! I'm there. Amen? I'm not living by your opinion. I'm living by the word of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. (laughs) Godly sorrow walketh repentance. Lord, I'm sorry. I didn't know. Have mercy and help me to overcome it. I make a promise by your grace not to go there again. Amen. Praise the Lord. That woman got hold of Joseph, Potiphar's wife. Say, lie with me. <laughs> Joseph said, for where? <laughs> lie with you where? He didn't stay there to speak in tongues. Hello? Are you with me? Let me command fire from heaven now. He ran. You know, run. You don't know, run. <laughs> he said, How shall I do this wicked thing and sin against my God? He was living. Joseph was not born again. Hello? Was Joseph born again? You don't know if Joseph was born again or not. Did he confess Jesus as his Lord and Savior? (laughs) Praise God. But he was still smart enough to fear God. That man, I'm not going to crash this thing here. Amen. But Zacchaeus came and said, Lord, if I have taken anything, I repay. I didn't know it was wrong. Praise the Lord. I have gone to so many camp meetings in my walk with God where we have done things there that was wrong and we came back the following meeting to correct it. Amen. You see, it is, it is pride for God to correct you. And you say no. And God can correct you using any medium. Hello? God can correct you using any medium. God can correct you using your daughter. God can correct you using unbeliever. God can correct you using uh, a horse. God can correct you using the situation in the country. God can correct you through using any means. But the question is, are you sorrowful enough to recognize that this is God correcting me and I have to stop it? No, no, no. I'm flesh and blood. I can't do. I can't do. It's more small. I will live, I will live it gradually. If I was doing 50% before, 
uh, thank God, I'm not, I was, maybe I was doing 50% before, I'm now doing only 10%. It has reduced. <laughs> it must stop the moment you know it is wrong. Receive grace to stop it now. In the name of Jesus. To live like that is to place our lives at risk. Especially in this kind of season when contrary winds are blowing. Amen? Praise the Lord. Let's go ahead. Number three. Just a word here on what does it take to truly repent. Number one, it takes a conscious knowledge of the word of God. It is not man's opinion that helps you to know you are wrong. It is God's word. Amen? It is not man's opinion. If the opinion does not line, align with scripture, <laughs> I leave you to take your decision. But if it was me, it's not in the Bible. Thank you very much. God bless you. We are which shall a young man cleanse his way by taking heed thereto according to thy word. Psalm 119 verse 9. With my whole heart have I sought thee. Oh, let me not wander from thy word. Thy word have I hid in my heart that I might not sin against thee. That even if I go wrong, as long as I can find your word that corrects me, I will embrace it. That's the meaning. Amen? Praise the Lord. And number two, to truly embrace the reality of a repented life, allow the ministry of the Holy Spirit to have his perfect work. John chapter 16 verse 7. Nevertheless, I tell you the truth. It is expedient for you that I go away. For if I go not away, the comforter will not come unto you. But if I depart, I will send him unto you. And when he is come, bless God, the Holy Ghost is around. He will reprove the world of sin. He will show you what you are doing wrong. And of righteousness, he will show you that yes, this is correct. <laughs> and of judgment, he will tell you what you face if you do this one and if you do that one. Amen? <laughs> of sin, because they believe not on me. Of righteousness, because I go to my Father and see, and you see me no more. Of judgment, because the prince of this world is judged. I have yet many things to say unto you, but you cannot bear them now. How be it? When he, the Holy Ghost, the Spirit of truth is come, he will guide you into all truth. Amen? You shall not lose direction again. You shall not lose direction again. In the name of Jesus. Take this money. If I'm you, I will take the money. I've always shared that. And I said to, the, <laughs> and I said to myself, say, thank God you are not me. Oh. Thank God I am me. And I have the spirit of God. And as far as I'm concerned, by the word and the witness of the Holy Spirit in me, this is wrong. Excuse me. Take your money. I don't want to die now. Amen? 
between that time and now, between that company and now, if I calculate it, in all modesty, I think God would have multiplied me almost twice or thrice. Between that place where the devil made that offer and I said no. Amen? You can say no. Tell your neighbor. Tell your neighbor. You can say no. Tell your neighbor. You don't want to tell your neighbor again. <laughs> you can say no, sir. You can say no. What's that? For what? Amen? All the nonsense going on in town. You can say no. I choose to be different. Take now. Say take what? What are you bringing? For what? What is this for? Amen? You are not doing your job. You want me to take. Take what? If Jesus come now, you, I know where you are going. Me, I'm at risk. <laughs> because you are the one offering the thing. <laughs> where you are going is defined. <laughs> For me to accept, ah, is to follow you to where you are going. And I don't want to go there. Please go away with whatever you are bringing. That's how to live the life of a truly repented Christian. The Spirit of God will guide you into all truth. He will guide you into all truth, for he shall not speak of himself, but whatsoever he shall hear, that shall he speak. And he will show you things to come. Hey, boy, you are just about to miss it. Don't go there. The witness of the Holy Ghost. That's how to live a life that is truly given to repentance. And when you have done something wrong, boy, you have missed it. Go on your knees now. Get deep behind me, Satan. Flesh and blood must be speaking to me. It's not flesh and blood, though. It's the Holy Spirit. You better kneel down now and ask for repentance. Otherwise, <laughs> praise God. And I know that the Holy Spirit is telling somebody there now, you are doing this, you are doing this, you are doing this wrong. You need to repent. Otherwise, I can't guarantee what will happen tomorrow. I am not the owner of today. God is the owner of today, and God is the owner of tomorrow, and God's standard remains that you repent. And what a joy. I saw that scripture. It said, repent, or you will likewise perish. You shall not perish. I say you shall not perish. God will meet our requirement for sanctification. Number three, when I feel its importance. When I feel is importance. John chapter 15 verse 5. I am divine. Ye are the branches. He that abideth in me and I in him, the same bringeth forth much fruit. For without me, ye can do nothing. So if Jesus is the sanctifier, if God is the sanctifier, without him, I cannot be sanctified. That must be important. Hello? That must be important. Without me, you can do nothing. So we need to embrace the importance of this subject. The 120 in the upper chamber have been commissioned to represent Jesus and disciple the world. How would they feel about it? How would you feel about being commissioned to go carry the gospel? You will not pay attention to how you live. You may run in a risk. 
that will be a risk. Praise the Lord. Are you here? Praise the Lord. <laughs> Amen. Number four. God will meet the requirement for my sanctification when I believe that the promise is for me. This promise is for me. Acts chapter 2 verse 39. For the promise is unto you and to your children and to all that are found, even as many as the Lord shall call. It is prime necessity to bring ourselves to the conviction that sanctification is for us. The scripture affords ample ground for such a blessed faith. Remember, number one, Jesus prayed for sanctification. John chapter 17, verse 17. Jesus died for it. Ephesians 5, 25 and 26. Hebrews 13, 12. God wills it. 1 Thessalonians 4, 3. God promises it. 1 Thessalonians 5, 24. God commands it. 1 Peter 1, 15. Amen. Praise the Lord. The promise is for us. God will meet the demand for sanctification in my life when I hunger and thirst for it. So brother, brother Claudie was already preaching the message in the promise of the week. Praise the Lord. I was blessed by that. God will meet the demand for, for you and me to live a sanctified life when we hunger and thirst for it. Matthew 5, 6, like we have read today, Blessed are they that hunger and thirst after righteousness, for they shall be filled. You shall not be empty in the name of Jesus. You shall not be empty in the name of Jesus. A thirst is what qualifies you to be sanctified. A thirst. Isaiah 55 verse 1. Ho, everyone that thirsted, come ye to the waters, and he that had no money, come ye, buy and eat. Yea, come, buy wine and milk without money and without price. Why do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which satisfieth not? <laughs> Hearken diligently unto me, and eat ye that which is good, and let your soul delight in the fatness of my word. Incline your ear, and come unto me. Hear, and your soul shall live, and I will make an everlasting covenant with you, even the sure mercies of David. Amen? Blessed are they which hunger and thirst for righteousness. From today, you shall hunger and thirst for righteousness. Amen. Number six, God will meet the demand for sanctification in my life and your life when we submit to the requirement of obedience. Acts chapter 5 verse 32, he giveth the Holy Spirit to them that obey him. And don't forget, the Holy Spirit is 
one of the keys to living a life of repentance. Because it's always going to show you all truth. And so when you have missed it, you quickly discover that, and then you submit in godly sorrow, and then you pledge, Holy Spirit, empower me to say no to this. Amen? And you take a decision not to do it anymore. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> Amen. Number seven, you submit to full consecration. Romans chapter 6 and verse 12. Let not sin therefore reign in your mortal bodies that you should obey it in the lost thereof. Let me say this as we begin to round up. Amen? The reason why we commit most of the errors we commit is ignorance. Amen? Praise the Lord. Ignorance. <laughs> but to drive, to drive in Oman and cross red light Hello? <laughs> you cross red light. It's to receive call from ROP. Excuse me? <laughs> At that time, you won't say, but I didn't know because uh, there was no car there. There was no car there, so I saw that the road was free, so I drove on. There is a law that if you cross red light, whether car is coming or not, you have broken the law. So, it doesn't matter, you see, no car was coming, I cannot just stand, you see, I will just stand there, I will just stand there now, and then no car is coming, I, I, I will just stand there. No, in my country, they don't stand there, they move. <laughs> ah, amen. ROP will keep you there for some days, and then when your brain comes back, <laughs> You will know that they will be. Why are we always conscious of the loss of man and careless about the loss of God? Amen? And then Jesus said, fear him that can kill your body and the spirit. I don't think he can put you there for a few days. They will let you go. God can put you in hell for eternity. He has the power. Amen? I didn't know. In my country, they don't do that. Ignorance. It's immaterial. You have broken the law, you face the music. That's a man-made law. Amen? We disobey scriptures, we disobey God, we walk. I'm talking about Christians now. I'm not talking about believers. I'm talking about we that should know better. We do anyhow, go anyhow, break the law anyhow, and bleed the blood of Jesus. Ha! Blood of Jesus, blood of Jesus. Blood of Jesus. Shakat. We even speak in tongues. He's doing something wrong. He's still pleading blood of Jesus. Instead of him to say, Lord, I'm sorry. Have mercy. I'm about to. I know that I can die now. I'm saying this because this, somebody has to come out of this corner to where God wants you to be. Amen? But you need to embrace the demand of sanctification. In a few weeks, like I said, this year we end, and then 2017 we begin. 
what belongs to you and me in that year. I'm saying this with confidence. If you are not giving to a life of holiness, it may not reach your hand. <laughs> now, I'm saying this one now because this one, God said I must say it. 2017 is coming. It will be hotter. You have not seen any heat. The one of 2017 will be hot. If you are not giving to living a life of holiness, which sanctification makes possible. Amen? What you are asking from God may not come. So hear that one and hear it very well. Because God's standards remain the same. So neither yield your members, verse 13, Romans chapter 6, as instrument of unrighteousness unto sin, but yield yourselves unto God as those that are alive from the dead, and your members as instruments of righteousness unto God. For sin shall no longer have dominion over you. Choose to live a life of consecration. If a man therefore purge himself from this, 2 Timothy 2.21, he shall be a vessel unto honor, sanctified. Hello? Are you with me? Sanctified and meet for the master's use and prepared unto every good work. Receive grace to live a life of sanctification. Number eight, embrace the correction of the Lord. I think we have said this quite a number of times today again. And you'll find that in Hebrews chapter 12, verse 5 to 11. For whom, verse 6, the Lord loveth, he chasteneth and scourgeth every son whom he receiveth. Verse 7, if ye endure chastening, God dealeth with you as with sons. For what son is he whom the father does not chastise? But if ye be without it, whereof all are partakers, then ye are bastards, not sons. <laughs> Amen? That means God will never leave you without correction. If you don't respond, then you are just behaving like an outcast. That's the meaning. You are not a son. You are a bastard. And I know we are not bastards. I say we are not bastards. We are sons. So we shall respond to the correction of the Lord. Praise the Lord. Are you still blessed? <laughs> Amen. I wrote here in closing, every time God disciplines us, we should embrace it as the love of a father to his children. However, however, God's word, obedience to God's word, will most certainly help us to avoid chastisement. Amen? So when God disciplines us as a father, we embrace it because that is what a father will do to his son. But obedience to whatever he has said will most certainly make you avoid the spanking. It was Pastor Adeboye that was sharing that, um, that <laughs> when he was very young, 
One day, his brother did something wrong. And we close with that and then we pray. And then his father brought one nice looking long cane. You know cane? You don't know cane? Because in Muscat, they said that we should not be caning our children. That's why you don't know. Many of you have forgotten the cane that your father and mother gave you. <laughs> Spare the rod and spoil it. Okay, cane. Another word for cane is rod. Okay, you understand that one now. That one is in the Bible. So, so he brought that rod out <laughs> and told his brother, and that his brother was very tall and hefty. Fight the first one on his body. Blood all over the thing. Say, you are my son. I will, I will beat, I will beat foolishness out of you. Fight the second one. Ah, say, I saw the way my brother was going up. And coming down. Bah, ah, I made a decision. This thing will not touch my body. <laughs> Praise God. Say, this thing will not touch my body. But that man was beating his son because he loved him and does not want him to go off. Amen? But this is a son that now saw that, that okay, the way to avoid this beating is to not disobey this man. Otherwise, ha, ah, I may go up and not come down. <laughs> Praise God. Amen? Are you blessed? These are just some of the things that we need to respond to to enjoy the blessedness of sanctification. Please understand that no matter all that God blesses you with, if you miss heaven, you are failed. I have failed. And sanctification is key to our making heaven. Why? It's the process that helps us to live holy. We keep submitting to the promptings of the Holy Spirit whenever he makes it. Are you blessed? Let's be on our feet and bless Jesus. Lord, we thank you for your word today. Come on, somebody appreciate God, appreciate him, appreciate him, appreciate him, appreciate him. Appreciate him for sending the word. Appreciate him for reaching out to us today. Lord, thank you, thank you, thank you. As the year ends, I know what to do. I know how to live to escape the heat coming next year and the years ahead. I know how to live now. I know what to embrace. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' precious name. Is there anyone here that is not born again? All eyes closed, all heads bowed. If you have not given your life to Christ, I'd like to help you see. Amen? Except a man be born again, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. But hear me. Even being born again is just initiation. You need to live the life. And until you are born again, the grace of sanctification is not available. So you are there, you have not given your life to Christ. I don't mean you are not coming to church. I mean Jesus is not your Lord and Savior. I mean all the things that you are doing that you shouldn't be doing. Come and receive the escape from that. Amen? You are there, you have not given your life to Christ. Can I see your right hand up? Lord Jesus, I want to accept you as my Lord and Savior. Are you there? Are you there? Are you there? Amen. In Jesus' precious name.
I like us to pray. From the 18th to 24th, we'll be fasting and praying as a church. Lord, I want to discover the secrets to 2017. Show me. The Bible says the Holy Spirit shall reveal truth to you and me. Truth. Truth. There is something about that year that you need to know, that I need to know. As we wait upon him in the days ahead, Holy Spirit, reveal the secret, the truth about how I need to live, what I need to say, where I need to go, what I need to be, to make the most of 2017. Are you praying that prayer? 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 Thank you, Jesus. Will you open your scriptures for a moment to 1 Thessalonians chapter 4? 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Reading from verse 3. For this is the will of God, your sanctification, that you should abstain from sexual immorality, that each of you should know how to possess his own vessel in sanctification and honor, not in passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one should take advantage of and defraud his brother in this matter, because the Lord is the avenger of all such, as we also forewarned you and testified. For God did not call us to uncleanness, but in holiness. Therefore, he who rejects this does not reject man, but God, who has also given us his Holy Spirit. Continue talking to God. Continue talking to God. Are you truly living a sanctified life? Are you living by ever-changing opinions or by the word of Christ? Search your hearts. Church, the Bible says that this Sanctification is the will of God. It is not a big word worthy of preaching, but it is the will of God. Talk to God. Are you living a truly sanctified life? Search your hearts. Have you truly been obedient to everything that the Lord says? Not to some things, but to everything that the Lord says. There is no 99% obedience in the kingdom of God. You're either in with 100% or you're out. Are you obedient to everything that God has been telling you? Talk to God. Is it time that you need to confess your sins? your shortcomings unto the Lord. If it is time, do so. It is between you and God. Don't worry about the person next to you.
Ephesians chapter 5 verse 1 says, Be imitators of God as dear children. And then in verse 8 onwards it says, For you were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Please note that it does not say, you were once in darkness, and now you are in light. It says, you were once darkness. That's it. You were darkness. But now you are light in the Lord. Walk as children of light. For the fruit of the Spirit is in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. Finding out what is acceptable to the Lord. Talk to God. Truly ask yourself, have you been studying the word of God? Right through the scriptures, you will find everything that you need to do for sanctification. It's there. All we need to do is go to the word of God. Father God, we just want to say once again, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father God, for telling us, Lord Father, your will, your desire for us, Lord Father, that we as your children need to be a sanctified people, Lord Father, set apart for you, Lord Father, a peculiar people, a special people, different from the Gentiles, Lord Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, that every one of us here, Lord, has understood your word clearly this day, Lord Father. Father God, I pray, Lord, that we all understand, Lord, that we don't want to live kangaroo lives, Lord Father, jumping up and down every day, Lord Father, but we need to be consistently righteous and holy in you, Lord Father. Father God, we surrender ourselves unto your hands, submitting ourselves to you, Lord Father. Correct us, Lord Father, that we don't miss the mark, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord, for speaking to us, Lord, through your servant this day, Lord Father. And we pray, Lord, that your anointing will be more on your servant, Lord, that he will bring us greater words of truth and encourage us to be imitators of you, Lord Father. Father, we thank you for him. We ask that you bless him and his family, Lord Father. And we pray, Lord, that your presence shall be with them all their days, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord. Thank you, Father, for every one of us gathered here, Lord Father. I pray, Lord, that today all of us have heard your word, Lord Father. But even as we go out from here, Lord Father, we will determine in our hearts that we will not just be hearers of the word, Lord, but we will be doers of that which you ask us to do, Lord Father. Father, we thank you, Lord, for your love upon us, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord, that you choose to speak to us, Lord Father. We thank you, Lord, that you choose to correct us, Lord Father, because in that we know, Lord, that you love us, Lord. We give all glory to you. Father, continue to be with us during this day and the week, Lord Father. Every time we say or do something wrong, Lord, correct us, Lord. Correct us, Lord. And Father God, let us be sensitive to your correction, Lord Father. We give glory to you. For in Jesus' most precious and holy name we pray. Amen. Church, let's share the grace. May the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, the fellowship of the Holy Spirit 
be with us now and forevermore. Amen. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives, and we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. God bless you. Let's move out and fellowship with each other.